0: Richy Mamas: Practical Living for Modern Families. Create magic every day and discover tips and tricks to keeping you sane and grounded while living in the real world. I'm your host, Billy Corin. Hey, it's Billy Corin here, and I am super excited to be. Sitting across from one of my favorite people in the world, Annie Envy. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Doing so good. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, look it. We get a selfie. And we got some wine. And we're just going to sit here and have a good time tonight. Great. Okay. So, Annie is, like I said, one of my favorite people in the world because... So Annie is a Colorado native who moved to Texas in 2016. She is a mom of one with lots of fur babies, a feminist, and works in the theater professionally. Annie is also a veteran burlesque dancer, which she's been doing since 2007. She's one of my favorite witchy mamas and considers herself a kitchen witch. So here she is tonight. We're going to discuss burlesque. We're going to talk about magic a little bit and body positivity and, you know great being a mom yes all those things so I've had the pleasure of watching you perform (laughs) (laughs) it was one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed I mean you (laughs) you told me about the show you told me what to expect but it was so much better (laughs) and so funny Mm -hmm. and exciting so you're very very talented performer Thank you. so let's talk a little bit about burlesque how'd you get into it
1: Sure. Uh, in Colorado Springs in 2007, some friends of mine, let's say it was Ruby Sparkle and Lola Spitfire put together these, um, Friday night ladies night out classes. And they were bring a bottle of wine to this dance studio, dress up in your underwear and learn the basic like bump and grind stuff. And, uh, I was relentlessly flyered. I had flyers (laughs) on my car handed to me at intersections. I had people handing them to me walking down the street. It was insane. And I kept going, oh, I'm really going to, oh, I really have to do that. So I started taking these Friday night classes. And from there, a bunch of us, um, I met a whole bunch of wonderful people there. And then uh, Ruby Sparkle and Lola Spitfire made a troupe. And we started performing uh, under the name Peaks and Pasties. So I've been a veteran burlesque dancer with Peaks and Pasties since 2007. Amazing. Yeah, we just had our 10-year anniversary, and it was bonkers.
0: <laughs> it was so now that you're in Texas, have you done a lot of shows?
1: Not a lot. I've done a few. I performed at Thanksgiving uh, in Austin, and I perform every once in a while with Hurley Burley Q in Austin. So
0: Excellent. Yeah. So that's too. where you saw
1: me was yes. with
0: Hurley Q. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I can't wait for the next show. I'm excited. <laughs> Hopefully in February. February. Excellent. Um, so I mean, what has burlesque, you know, done for you and in, in your life?
1: Okay, so here's the soapbox that we were talking Ooh, about. Let's hear it. Okay, so I am a champion of burlesque in that I have been regularly trying to talk all of my friends and family into becoming burlesque dancers as long as I've been doing it. And if you talk to any of my friends, they'll know, oh yeah, no, she's tried to talk (laughs) me into it. Um, But I really do think that burlesque is something that everybody should try, everybody should do. Peaks and Pasties does a all-inclusive, is an all-inclusive troupe, Um, male, female, uh no age no no weight difference no uh no gender identifiers it could be uh uh just everybody is not only welcome but encouraged Mm -hmm. Um, and what burlesque does or did for me and i'll tell you is i was in a really low place in 2007 and I had all those flyers, and I had really no self-confidence, which was weird for me because I was always the theater person and really, like, uh, kind of a get-out-there-and-do-stuff person, and I had no self-confidence. And I took these burlesque workshops, and it really reminded me that I am ridiculously hot and I am very talented and and I can do whatever the hell I want and a lot of that doesn't come from other people it comes from the way I look at myself um so burlesque for me is about owning I don't know uh, I'm like am I getting too far off the top no but my soapbox is you know everybody should do burlesque and the reason for that starts at self-confidence just that Everybody is attractive mm-hmm. and self-confidence first off is the, the one that we talk about the most as being um, that, that society talks about the most as being uh, one of the most attractive qualities in somebody. Um, but it's self-confidence and owning your body and owning your uh, femininity or masculinity or anywhere on the spectrum or um, just being who you are and being proud of it and doing stuff on stage. Um, I feel like I tucked myself into a corner.
0: No, you're excellent. Okay. So um, watching you perform was, like, magical, you know, because I I know you well. You know, we hang out regularly, and it was a different side of you where you were the most confident person. Like, you know, when you got up on stage and when you did your act, you were – I don't even know how to describe it because you were so full of confidence and you were so sexy and you were so all of these things. And, you know, the audience ate it up. You know, everybody loved you and wanted to be you and wanted, you know, to be a part of your show, which you saw. (laughs) You know, you were you were incredible. And it was as your friend, it was so wonderful to see you in your element and to see you just shine like the star that I know you are. But I haven't gotten to like, you know, see in in that setting. And it was it was amazing. And I that was my first burlesque show ever. So which was a great experience. I had a lot of fun just in general. But, you know, I'm excited to, you know, go to more. And
1: I hope so. There's there's lots of opportunities here. And this is where I try and talk Billy into taking a (laughs) burlesque. But I've had this conversation before. I really do think that, like, you know, people get nervous. Oh, God. Oh, God. Right before stage, right before going on stage, everybody gets nervous. Um, And because it's basically live theater, stuff goes wrong. So that's terrifying when you're talking about exposing yourself on stage to strangers. But the sense of risk and reward and the sense of hell. yes, I am a, I don't know if we can cuss, but go for it. Uh, hell yes, I am a badass, And look at me, I'm a hot bitch. Like right. that sort of feedback, immediate feedback that you get from the audience is n- like nothing else, you know? Um, and, and the power that comes from that is incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, and, and it does change the way that you, think about yourself and your self-confidence, but, um, but yeah, it is kind of magical.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so being a mom, yes. Um, you know, h- how does burlesque impact motherhood and, you know, how your, your son is 16. 16. <laughs> I,
1: my 16 year old, uh, was raised in the troupe to a certain extent. Um, and a lot of people, and you know, things change over years, but especially in 2007, especially, especially in Colorado Springs, which has like, every time it hits the news, it's for something, it's for terrible news, usually regarding one of the mega churches, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a very, especially back then it was a very conservative community. Um, always had its outliers always has manitou springs old colorado city and and the, the and great people have always lived there too um, but the culture around having children around that sort of art form was really like oh my god we can't expose children to but i think the most important thing we can teach about our, we can teach to our kids is to be open about sexuality and to be open about their bodies probably shouldn't have the test, but to be open about their sexuality and to be open about their bodies and to be understanding that this is how they were made and this is what they have and how to utilize that. So it's not, you know, I taught my six-year-old how to do burlesque. It's, I taught him that, that our bodies are our own and we can do what we want with them. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that I am just ridiculously attractive. I know it comes off like super (laughs) egotistical, but the thing is, you want to teach your kids like, no, no, this doesn't go for everybody, but this was, this was us is, you know, it was important to me to teach him that there's nothing wrong with his body. There's Mm -hmm. no reason to be ashamed or embarrassed of his body. Um, And his body is his own and he has rights over his body. He can do whatever he wants with them. So the boy grew up um, around all of these ridiculously hot people who coddled him Mm -hmm. and, you know, put whipped cream on his nose at the Christmas (laughs) parties and chased him around. And uh, they called him Little A Envy. And uh, he just grew up in a really supported environment that supported arts and body positivity, Mm -hmm. which I think is a (laughs) reward for growing up in a burlesque community. Um, there are two actors that are in the, that have been in the news in the past that, um, dedicated, one of them dedicated a club to his mom, who was a burlesque dancer. Um, and that was Courtney Cox's brother, David Parquette, maybe? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's so there's the, the and Alan Alda was the child of a burlesque dancer, okay. I believe. I could be wrong. Um. Anyway, so uh, body positivity, owning your rights, like owning your body and having rights over your own body. Mm.
0: Hmm. <laughs> so, what if your son wants to grow up and be in being burlesque too?
1: Get it, kid. Get it. That would be awesome. My mom actually sends me songs for uh, burlesque suggestions. Uh-huh. Uh, when I first told my mom that I was doing burlesque, she was like, what will your grandmother think? And I was like, well, I'll tell my grandmother if I have to. <laughs> like, that's not a worry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, pretty rapidly, my mom came around to, oh, this would be a really good song. And you could do it with this costume and this concept. Uh, my mom's also a strong, strong woman and... And I think that she came around to supporting, like, we should love our bodies and ourselves. Yeah. Has she seen you perform? She has not. Okay. She has not. <laughs> All of my, my sister and my brother has, um, and my mom wants to come, but we have to make an arrangement for it. So Okay. Cause she has to leave me dead at home. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dad's not coming to the show? No,
0: no. <laughs> Oh, that's excellent. That might be a little too progressive <laughs> for them, really. Okay, now I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Um, okay. So, burlesque, being a mom, um...
1: Oh, you talked a little bit about how I would feel if my kiddo decided to do burlesque when he's of an age to take the classes Mm -hmm. and perform. It's just, really, it's just another form of theater. Yeah. It's, uh, a lot, a lot of sparkles and some stage lighting and, you know, burlesque has its origins in vaudeville and in theater, um. Stripping also has its origins in vaudeville and theater because they're basically the same thing. And the male burlesque community is just huge right now. It's incredible. There are people out there, there are men out there that are doing some just really incredible stuff. So it's just fun to watch.
0: Yeah. Now, your partner,
1: you guys
0: have done shows together. Charles Van Charge.
1: Yes. Charles (laughs) Van Charge and I have performed multiple times at venues all over Colorado
0: amazing so what has that done for your relationship
1: well you know i think you could even consider at the beginning of our relationship we had worked together in theater for a while and then uh, he took the burlesque workshop and yeah i mean it wasn't like right away it was like a year later or something where we started dating because we were doing duets together but one of my favorite burlesque dancers dances regularly with a guy um in New Mexico and they their hashtag is don't fuck your dance partner. Um and I didn't listen to that. I totally, totally <laughs> met and married my dance partner partner.
0: So <laughs> when's the last time you guys did a show together?
1: No question. Probably a year. No. No, because we moved here two years ago, two and a half years? Okay. Two and a half, maybe three years ago.
0: You guys gonna do something yeah, in the we future? Have
1: great concepts. There's yeah. great ideas out there. Um, the one that, giving my secrets, the one that I've always wanted to do and haven't is meatloafs. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And then the fun part is trying to figure out whatever it is that that is <laughs> that he won't do. But it totally involves like a wedding dress and a motorcycle and, and, I. Uh, all in until, no, 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 no. Nope, that is it. That is not the... Not doing that. Not doing
0: that. So. Oh, how fun. <laughs> okay, I need a motorcycle. <laughs> I do, I need a motorcycle. Um. <laughs> so, I mean, burlesque has done wonders for your self-confidence. Yes. You know, you're this big, beautiful, bad with which. Yes. Now, man, listen yes. to me. That's not what I meant to say, but that's what that's came like, out. All of those things. All of those things. <laughs> so, um I mean, I know we talk a lot about, I think, girls and, you know, their their self-confidence um and you have a son. Yes. So, what advice could we give to all parents, you know, as far as body positivity and talking with our kids about sex and you know, how we can, um, you know, make those conversations comfortable, you know, and, and.
1: Sure. I think that for me as a parent and, you know, all parents are different and all families are different Mm -hmm. for me as a parent. What worked with mine is we've been honest this whole time. You know, when he was six, when he was two, when he was 13, if he asked a question, I answered it honestly. And so that's really now that he's a teenager, um, that's really benefited our relationship that he can ask me questions and come to me. And it benefits my mental health as a mom that I know that he's asking me these questions instead of his dumb friends who don't know you know, don't know the answer or going to give them misinformation, you know, that was the thing the whole time. And then as far as body positivity goes, you know, I think not everybody gets to be so lucky as to raise their kid in a burlesque community or a theater community. But I think the most important thing as a mom that you can do to teach your kids body positivity is to be kind to yourself, which is your kids mimic what they see in the movies and they mm-hmm. mimic what they see on tv and they mimic the person they love the most in the world so when uh, and and this is this is a, a personal story my kid weighs maybe 115 pounds sopping wet right maybe he is almost six foot tall and he's skinny <laughs> um gosh he's so skinny but ever since he was 10 he will look at me and pull the skin on the side of his stomach away and go, oh my gosh, look at that fat. Well, he learned that from me. Mm -hmm. You know, he learned that from me being self-conscious about the way that I looked. And he internalizes that sort of thing, you know? And so when we talk about, like, the messages that kids get, it's important, I think, that that we teach our kids that, I am beautiful, I am okay, and I am comfortable with my body and myself and the changes that have, you know, I'm right. great. Um, and that that it's not that your worth doesn't lay on how other people look at you, but how you look at you, right. you know. Um, I think that covers it. Yeah, it's no. It's like body positivity.
0: Absolutely. I mean, for me, this year especially, well, I should say, I have tried to – Be kind to myself in front of my children over the years. Um clearly I wasn't always, (laughs) because you can hear that in the things they say, you know. Um this year, um I've really focused though on just like fully accepting me as I am. Like I have had six children. I will never be 150 pounds again, no matter how hard I try, you know. Um, but I've, I've spent a small fortune on clothes and just things that make me feel good clothes that fit me right and look good on me that, you know, I feel sexy and confident in and just to embrace who I am. And I'm tired of like, I'm going to wait to lose 50 pounds before I go clothes shopping. No, like I'm going to. Go and be cute now.
1: (laughs) You deserve to go out there and buy yourself the clothes and be cute. You're beautiful.
0: Yeah. And, you know, to, like, get dressed, like, to go out for the evening and and to walk out. And the the little kids are like, oh, Mommy, you look so pretty. (laughs) Well, thank you. I do, don't I? Yes, I do. Well, thank you. Thank you for noticing.
1: So, you know.
0: (laughs) Kids are awesome. Kids are awesome. Kids are also kind of the worst
1: sometimes.
0: (laughs) They can be.
1: They're quick to let you know when you ain't looking so hot. (laughs) I went on on a date once when he was maybe eight, and I was wearing pants. And he came. I came out of the the room, all dressed up, and I was like, "I'm ready to put. I'm ready to go on my date." And he goes, "Shouldn't you be wearing earrings or a skirt (laughs) or something?" like but that was a teaching moment too you know well no i think i look beautiful also shut up kid you're grounded (laughs) go put on a
0: skirt you ain't ready for this date (laughs) earrings
1: or a skirt or something you're not even trying
0: oh kids that's hilarious oh my goodness um so any parents that has a child nearing adulthood um, and that child comes to mom or dad and says, hey, I'm thinking of being a stripper. Or, hey, I'm thinking of being a burlesque dancer. How can we love on our children? How do we uh, embrace that? And, you know, even if... The parent might have some reservations. Oh, gosh. And
1: I feel like that is... And I could be backwards in this. Mm-hmm. And this is totally me. Well, and there's resources out there for this. But, you know, our culture is sometimes so very Puritan. Yeah. You know, um, if somebody came up to me as a teenager and asked me if what resources or what they could do, I would... Tell them to be positive about their body, but wait until you're 18. Mm -hmm. Legally, absolutely. Right. Um, Here are some readers you should study up on, or some writers you should study up on. Here's some really good books. Here's some blogs. Here's some, you know, fun stuff to educate yourself. But legally, there's, Mm -hmm. you know, tape there. As far as a parent goes this is where I'm going to say I might be backwards is as a kid, it might be better to ask per to ask forgiveness than permission. permission. That's what I did. <laughs> I didn't go to my mom and say, mom, I'm going to be a stripper. Right. I went and was a stripper and then went and told my mom about it. You yeah. Know? Um, and, you know, the people who have problems with it, I just don't talk to them about it, you know? And right. nobody nobody in my family now actively has a problem with it. But, like, my grandmother was kind of mm-hmm. conservative, and she didn't know for a long time until everybody in my family was friends with my second personality profile (laughs) and you know she kept seeing these pictures of me pop up and oh gosh you know (laughs) I but like I don't know especially in the day and age that we live in, I think it's easy to not have to to not have to worry about it as a younger Mm -hmm. adult as a parent that's all body positivity. I can understand why you would want to do that. I think it's super interesting. You know, maybe we can watch this movie together. Maybe we can watch... I'm trying to think of a good movie. Don't watch... I'm trying not to get a suit, but don't watch Burlesque, the movie. That's not <laughs> quite what it is. Uh Oh, that's interesting. There are resources. Let me think about it. There might be some resources out there that would be like, because I think there's lots of stuff out there that's good for body positivity in teens, but I don't know that any of it is how to become a burlesque dancer 101. Usually there's just workshops and your
0: Yeah
1: community. So. Well, I've
0: always loved the stories of like, you know, strippers who put themselves through school. I mean, oh my gosh, if you could pay for school and not have any debt, no debt? why yeah. would you not want to do that? I mean, that's amazing.
1: Well, I think, so we, we're talking about stripping, which is at heart, the same thing as mask, mm-hmm. right? It's owning your own body. It is, uh, it is, using your body the way that you choose to, you know, and burlesque really ends up having all of these positive connotations from that while stripping doesn't, which is insane because strippers get paid. Mm -hmm. Um, And lots of burlesque dancers started as strippers and lots of strippers go into burlesque, you know, but burlesque because it's more quote unquote artsy doesn't get the negative stereotypes that stripping does. Um, And that is frankly Bullshit. Right. Like it really is. It's you know people who draw a hard line between burlesque dancing and stripping are I I would I would worry that they're more concerned about what that says about them than what it says about strippers or burlesque dancers. You know that right. comes from some sort of embarrassment or or shame or idea that you know or superiority even, which is worse. Every time I move my elbow, it pops. <laughs> I. But, but I mean, superiority, which would be worse. And the thing is that they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. And and the negative connotations that stripping has comes from back to that puritanism, like sex is wrong. Women specifically should be ashamed of their bodies. Um, and the only person who should ever see that is the person who has control over you, which the person who has control over me is me. Mm-hmm. And I can show it to whoever I want right. So
0: absolutely. Well, awesome. No, I'm, I love this. This was great. Um, had another question, but I lost it. So I guess, you yeah, we'll know, come back. maybe another time. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No, oh, well, <laughs> I was hoping I just don't want this to end. Um, so I, I know if you had uh, a tip for to give to people, you'd probably tell them to go take a burlesque.
1: Take a burlesque, <laughs> absolutely. Um in Colorado, Peaks and Pasties is a wonderful, all encompassing, super welcoming troupe. They uh, they have something like, I don't know, we've gotta have over a thousand members at this oh, point wow. going for years and years. And
0: that, how many did start know, with? Thirteen?
1: Amazing. I think there were there were there were thirteen and nine in the original like that's what I remember. I could be wrong. Sorry Lola. But in the original dance classes I remember having groups of like thirteen and nine and twelve and some of them I'm most of them I'm still really good friends with. Ruby Sparkle and Lola and Kami Sutra and Yeah. Lots of and boopsy. <laughs> Um, Bunny B, Mr. Valdez. So they're all doing really good work in Colorado. And then here in, um, Austin, there are in Austin, and San Antonio, there's lots of troops that offer workshops and classes. Um, maybe, yeah, just Google it. There's probably somebody around you.
0: Awesome. I know you've talked about wanting to teach possibly. I that- will. I
1: will actually. In New Braunfels, you know, New Braunfels is very much I think a lot like Colorado Springs was 10 years ago as far as, I mean, not population. We're still smaller in population than they were. But as far as culture and as far as community and lots of other things, I think that we're we're at a place where we could probably support a burlesque class. Mm -hmm. And then maybe in a while turn it into a workshop or turn it into a a troupe. Or something, but really, I just want an excuse to dance around with my friends in my underwear. So, (laughs) sounds like a good time. It's so much fun. So much
0: fun. Well, Annie, it was a pleasure. I'm so glad you you know came over and did this with me. (laughs) Thank you. So we can find you on Twitter and Mm -hmm. Facebook. Yep. At
1: It's at Annie Envy on Twitter, and then on Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash Annie Envy. There's also an Instagram out there that is also Annie Envy, but it just traces back to my muggle name, so uh, pursue that at your own risk. (laughs)
0: okay and you can always find me at witchymamas.com and on twitter at billy corinne or um witchy mamas and then on instagram at billy corinne so thanks for listening uh definitely rate uh subscribe rate and review the podcast so we can get more amazing guests like annie envy and you know give us some feedback let me know what you think see you soon